I wonder if you've thought about us sitting here this morning, this small group of us. I wonder if you've thought about how prophetic this is. I've been thinking about it this week, of how prophetic it is for us to be gathered here. And so much of the rest of the world is off doing other things. We are gathered here this morning, proclaiming, maybe not so much by our words, but by our actions, by being here, that Christ is our God, that Jesus is our Lord, and that we believe he has come to save us. You being here is a prophetic act. As I've been listening to these words, as I've been working through this text, through this passage from Luke, thinking again and again about the words that these angels spoke, first that angel that spoke to the shepherds, and then this whole witness, this whole cloud of angels, speaking to these shepherds. I was trying to think about, like, how do I put words to this? How do I put words to what this means for us? What this means for all of humanity? What this means for us in our lives? And I began wondering, I began realizing, how do you put words to something that is this big? How do you put words to something that is ineffable? Something that is indescribable? That is beyond words? Well, I struggled. And if you would, allow me these things. These words came to me this week as I was praying about this and enjoying and celebrating this good news of who Jesus is. The first word is hope. The first word is hope. That there is hope for us. Despite the things that we've done, despite the things that we wish we could go back and redo, the things that we've said or the things that we should have said but didn't, there is hope for us because Christ has come. There is hope for us because Christ has come, because God has fulfilled his promises. He said that he would send a Savior, and he's done it. There's hope for us because God, our Lord, is a God who keeps his promises. And we have hope looking forward to his promise that he will come again. That we are people who look forward to the future. As a people of God, we are moving toward an end. Or maybe a better way to say, we're moving toward a new beginning. I was thinking about this, and the word that, one of the words that came to me, the first word was hope. The second word was new life trying to get at this, what this life means in us following, in following Jesus. How it changes us. How it softens us. Makes us more gracious because we have received grace. Makes us more forgiving because we realize how big God has forgiven us or how much he has forgiven us. It changes our life. I think often of, of John chapter 10 when Jesus says, I have come, I've come not to steal or destroy but to give you life and life in its fullest sense, or life more full. You see, somehow it's gotten twisted in our culture. People think Christianity or following Jesus is mostly about the fun stuff that you can't do anymore. But on the other side of it, we realize that this is life, that all the other stuff that may have looked fun at that time or may look fun outside of Christ is really very destructive. Things that, that wound us, <laughs> things that, that tear us apart that make life hard. Yet it's in Christ that we have this new life. This life filled full. And by full, I mean more joy. More joy and celebration because of who God is, who God is and what He has done. But also at times more, more sorrow, more compassion. Because God begins to, to grow this heart in us. 
And we see struggling things, or we see people struggle in this world. Troubling thoughts. And we feel compassion for them. More compassion, I would argue, than, than people who aren't following Christ. So we have this new life in Him. Not just new life now, but also new life going forward. New life that goes on and on. You see, the moment we believe in Jesus, our eternal life begins. You see, so often people think of it as eternal life happens when I die. No, because we believe in Christ now. Our life goes on from ever, forever and ever from this point. From that moment we believed into him and followed him, life became eternal for us. And that is hopeful. And that is good. That is this new life. The last thing that I thought of was joy. How do you express this joy? I think part of it is by showing up on Christmas morning to sing Christmas songs, to sing hymns, praising God that he has sent his son, reminding each other, wishing each other Merry Christmas and embracing each other. We come here this morning mainly to celebrate. Like I mentioned in the beginning, the words of Zechariah, when his son was born, when his son John was born, he said, Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come and redeemed his people. This morning, this is what we gather to do. We gather to hear God's word, we gather to pray, but most of all, we gather to celebrate and to praise God. Praise God for what he has done. Praise the God of Israel, because he has come. As amazing as it is, God emptied himself, squeezed himself into the form of a child, and came to walk among us to save us. This is amazing news for us today. Amen. Amen. Let us celebrate some more with singing.